Hello, podcast peeps. This is Jen Barron, and I am a certified life coach, and this is my podcast, Reset Your Mindset. And what I am doing today is, today's podcast is titled, What I Did on My Summer Vacation by Jen Barron. My wife and I just got back from about eight days on the road, and it was so much fun. It's been a hot minute since my wife and I took a trip in the summer. We go to Topsail, North Carolina for spring break, but we usually stay pretty close to home in the summer. She's usually just trying to catch her breath from being a teacher, but this was her last year teaching, so we did so we had some celebrating to do. She's on the email list of one of her favorite bands including our personal favorite, The Head and the Heart. And she saw that they were playing at Red Rocks in Colorado and said we should go. I was hesitant at first, and then I totally got on board. She also suggested we take a quote-unquote little detour to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, on our way to Colorado. That sounded like the worst idea ever and needed a fair amount of convincing. See, she's been gaga about a particular beer, particular stout, for a while. And their brewery is located in Oklahoma City. And as a non-drinker and knower of nothing about Oklahoma City, I thought I would be so bored. But I walked my walk, walked my talk, and decided to get on board with the idea and that it could be really, really fun. You know, I thought this was something that she really wanted to do. This place has had just such a special place in her heart. And plus, we were celebrating her retirement, so I wanted to do that. And I found a great, fantastic place to stay that was near the brewery and other fun areas. And I tell you what, Oklahoma City was fantastic. The people were so friendly and kind and welcoming. And the staff at Prairie Artisan Ales, that's the brewery we went to, were like instant friends. And they were so taken aback when she told them that we drove six hours out of our way, that they showered Sully with tons of swag and made our story into a social media post. It was the experience of a lifetime for her and seeing a dream of hers come true and be treated so kindly was a gift to me and a one I will hold dear in my heart forever. Thank you, Oklahoma City. We will be back. Then we decided to take the back roads from Oklahoma City to Estes Park, Colorado, which was going to be our home base for about five days. We loved taking the road less traveled. We saw a coyote, or as we call, we started saying a coyote, run across the road, tons of wind turbines, oil drilling machinery, and even end up, even ended up driving through Texas, which was totally unexpected. 
Now, I had to stop at the Oklahoma and Texas border to get a picture of one foot in each state because I get a huge kick out of that thing. It was obvious down to the inch in the pavement where one state ended and the other one started. There was no blending. There was no, hey, let's make this seamless. Oh no, there was very much a seam. So we just had to stop and do it because that's how I like to roll. And also when we stopped to take that picture, it was so quiet. There wasn't another soul or car out there, which was amazing and so welcome. Considering there has been construction on the house across the street from us for what feels like for freaking ever. So I stopped to just take in the quiet and the breeze on my face. Now, the only thing about taking all the back roads was there were zero options for food. Luckily, we had some snacks in the car and pretty much ate every single solitary snack by the time we finally found a McDonald's. And let me tell you, it was a very busy McDonald's. So we rented a cabin just off the main street in Estes, which was right across the road from the big Thompson River, one of the forks, one of the branches. So we could hear it day and night. It was so amazing. It reminded me a lot of when we get our beach house because we always stay right on the beach and you could hear the ocean. So this was just a mountain version of that. We went fly fishing for the first time and had a blast. One of our friends um, has gone a number of times in that area and hooked us up with a wonderful guide. A shout out to Steven. Oh, he just made it such a wonderful, wonderful experience for us. The weather was perfect. We both caught five trout, but I caught the first one and I caught the biggest one. Hee <laughs> just had to say that. And when I let the biggest one go, it stayed right next to my right foot for at least 30 seconds. And then it went over to my left foot for another 20 to 30 seconds. And what I really think is that that fish was a visit from my dad who passed away in 2013. We loved to fish together. And I have pictures of before I can even remember on our pontoon fishing in Big Cormorant Lake in Minnesota and just having such a great time. So I could really feel his presence and it was a really special moment and memory. So the next day we headed to Red Rocks for the concert. There was some light rain, which made us a little bit nervous, but what you gonna do? You're just gonna get wet, and that was okay with us. Luckily, it passed pretty quickly and really didn't give us any problems after that. 
There was some sprinkles here and there, but nothing major. We were not like drowned rats at any point or anything. So I was very, very grateful to Mother Nature for giving us that break. Now, we got general admission tickets because we wanted to be like close and upfront. And we kind of figured we'd be standing the whole time. But that's not how it is in Red Rocks. The first, I can't remember how many rows are um, our general admission. And then the center part of that, um, like directly up from the stage, that is was the VIP. But we ended up getting 12th row seats. They're, it's all like bleachers, but still... We were close to the concessions and the bathrooms. Yay. And Sully got an autograph poster. Now they weren't signing them right then and there, but still an autograph poster from the band. It was so amazing. And the band had, band had two openers. Sarah something. I can't remember her last name and she was great. And then the second opener was Rayland Baxter. And holy moly, did they give a performance. It was fantastic. And I knew it would be because I couldn't imagine the head and the heart having any, you know, crappy bands opening. So we definitely listened to some Raylan Baxter um, through Spotify on our way home. And it was awesome. So then it was time for the main event. And boy, oh boy, the head and the heart sure know how to put on a show. It is so obvious that they love what they do and really want to deliver a great show for their fans. They sang my favorite song, which is called Hurts, and all of the other ones that I love. We sang our hearts out, danced till our legs and feet were sore the entire time, and totally had a night to remember. We headed to Boulder the next morning on our way back to Estes, mainly so we could have brunch at our favorite place ever, which is called Snooze. It's a franchise, and we've eaten at a few of their locations, but Boulder is our favorite. And friends, I had the best bacon I've ever eaten. It was so good. And my wife, Sully, keeps messaging the restaurant's management, trying to get one here in Indy. Fingers crossed. Hopefully they cave and see that we are a brunch-loving group here, so just come on already. We also hit some of our favorite shops in Boulder, and we're so disappointed that our favorite lunch-slash-dinner place, West Flanders Brewery, had closed since we had been there in 2018. Oh, we mourned that. Oh, but it was nice to revisit a city that we had so much fun in. Back to Estes that afternoon and opted for a local favorite for dinner, Penelope's Old Time Burgers for amazing bison burgers and fries. Colorado was known for their bison and Penelope's was fantastic. Seriously, I will go back in a heartbeat. It was so good. 
And something that we didn't know before our trip was that you have to get a timed entry if you want to go into the Rocky Mountain National Park during the busiest hours. And we managed to get a ticket. So we were so excited. You have to be at your computer at 5 p.m. the day before. It felt like I was trying to buy concert tickets. But we got the ticket. We made some sandwiches so we could have a picnic. And Sully planned our tentative itinerary for our day. We got in the park around 1045. And we were there for a good eight hours. And it didn't feel like it at all. We just had so much fun. The weather was so beautiful and the time just flew by. We went to Bear Lake and hiked around it. And we went to Sprague Lake, which my brain kept calling Asparagus Lake. So that's what we just started calling it. And we drove the whole length of Trail Ridge Road. Now, we didn't see much uh, wildlife as we hiked, just a couple of very tame and well-fed squirrels. But our hikes were so beautiful and definitely in the bunny hill category. Hey, we weren't trying to be heroes or prove anything. We wanted to survive the hike and we also wanted to feel good the next day. So after we did those, then we got back in the car and we were driving on um, Trail Ridge Road. And let me tell you what, my nervous system was very healthy while Sully was driving. Most of the road does not have any kind of guardrail. And it's a long way down. I noticed at one point and told Sully that my body kept moving toward the center of the car further and further away from the door. It just absolutely cracked me up. And let me tell you, my palms were a sweatin'. I pulled out all of the jewels I have to keep from having a panic attack. And my palms were are even sweating a bit as I'm recounting the experience. We stopped at the Alpine Center, which was the highest elevation on the road. And the views were stunning. The glaciers up there, just pure eye candy. The air was definitely thinner. On one of their little areas where they have just fun little factoids, they said at 12,000 feet, which is the height of the Alpine Center, that your lungs can only get in about two-thirds of the usual amount of oxygen. And let me tell you what, that was a fact. That was very true. We could feel it. And we finally saw three elk grazing along one of the paved paths outside the Alpine Center. So we kept driving along Trail Ridge Road across the Continental Divide, which was fun, and then to the end of the road. It was then that we realized it wasn't a loop. We would have to go back the way we came. Oh my God. There was no way around it. 
there, there was no other way. So we headed back. We did see a good sized group of elk along the road when we got back to the Alpine Center. And so that made the trip back through the scary parts worth it. Got some great pictures. It wasn't quite as scary as the first time, and it seemed to go a lot quicker. See, that's the thing about brains and doing things more than once. I didn't die the first time we made that trek. And so I was more confident that we'd be okay going back. And so it wasn't as bad. Thanks, brain. So my butt unclenched and my breathing returned to normal when we got to more flat terrain. And I have definitely had my fill of that road for a little while. Later that evening, after we left the park, we got the car packed that evening, made sandwiches for the road so we could roll out bright and early for our two-day trek home to see our dogs. And we got home around 2 p.m. on July 3rd and had a happy and very, very wiggly butt reunion with Georgia and Carolina. It was both wonderful to get away have amazing adventures, and it was wonderful to be home. I hope that you have had and taken a chance to make some wonderful memories this summer or that they're yet to come before school starts. So this is that's what I did on my summer break vacation. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I'm Jen Barron. I'm a certified life coach, and this is my podcast, Reset Your Mindset.